Welcome to the Industry Boring Podcast. I'm Cullen Reichart, your host, and today we'll be covering almost anything related to cannabis. Um, and I'm sitting here with Lance Lambert, who is the newest member of the Green Bros team. Welcome aboard. Yeah, thanks. I'm stoked to be here. Definitely it's, love the company. That's awesome. You know, it's really interesting. I, I just jump right in here because I, I, I think uh, the way that we met is an interesting conversation. Like uh, <laughs> that's a good start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, in the in the countryside of England. Yeah, <laughs> I know we always reference that, right? Because yeah. uh, my first point of contact was Marco, uh, you know, who's also on the team at, at Green Bros, and we had a mutual friend. And I remember going, "Hey, do you know Marco over at Green Bros?" And I'm like, "Well, I know Green Bros, but I don't know Marco because you guys kind of hit my radar." I'd say like right. the, the mid teens, and uh, oh, you have to meet. And then we started talking. Hey, we should all connect. Well, I'm going to Product Earth. Oh, we might be going to Product Earth too. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. And Colin will be out there, and you can, be, you know. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, we were out there, and it happened. Yeah. But it's so funny. I know other people hear us talking. It's like, oh yeah, okay. We've known each other for a few years. Oh yeah, we, you know, we had dinner on the countryside of England. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How many people say that in this industry? Yeah. You know? That that was uh, that was quite an experience because I think. Um, uh, I took I took my wife out there for that trip and and, yeah. and we stayed at a, it was God it was a beautiful hotel it was really nice yeah. but I don't know any of the rules right you know I'm American I park where I want to park and, <laughs> and for that dinner like I pulled up uh, uh, and and there was a little side street right in front of these houses and there's a spot yeah. so I zip right in there and I get out of the car and my guys are across the street at the castle taking yeah, pictures yeah, you yeah. know and I'm like oh yeah I'm here and guy comes out and he's like. Ah. You know, no, no, no. Uh, I'm like, uh, this is private because, yeah, it's private. Man. I'm like, okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah, it really didn't. You know, it. I had no idea. Yeah, and this, and this is a little town to give people yeah. reference. It's it's uh, what they call you know Midland England, so uh, beautiful country. But oh, yeah. what's crazy is, man, to your point, there's this castle that that's centuries old. Yeah, and then there's this really. I love that restaurant too. But you go in, and it's just this little town, or what they call a township. It's just this little town. Like, maybe yeah. there's a population of a thousand yeah. at most, right? And what's crazy is, to your point, you know, they're parking on the street for, for the local homes. But then you go in, and there's literally, like, a pay-to-park. Park yeah. You're like, we're in the middle of nowhere. Like, there's literally cow. Yeah. Talk about capitalism, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's cattle over here by the castle. Yeah. There's a cemetery over here. I don't think there's a shortage of parking in the middle of the country. But, yeah, it's a little different out there. And, you know, we were out there for... Um, Product Earth Expo. You yeah. spoke. I think your keynote. Yeah, I had I had my little uh, dog and pony show out there. That yeah, was, that was that was yeah. Fun. You know, it's interesting because I remember like going to the earlier shows in in the United States, and that's what that was so reminiscent of, right? Yeah. Like, remember when um, when uh, uh, Emerald Cup was small? Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know? with Tim, it was it was a birthday party, and everyone brought their brought this year's crop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Tim and I still remember. He that was crazy. He couldn't make it out there, so you know his his daughter was out there. Um, so with several of our friends, like Swami and people that I'd never seen outside of California, right. Let, right. let alone in our country. And um, it's crazy. Tim uh, had to have a root canal. That's actually why he couldn't make it out. Is that right? And really bomb. And yeah. In, in That's his, a good reason. Yeah. It's, it's a really just, good just reason. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> if you need an excuse to get out of something, yeah. go get a root canal. <laughs> he was so bummed, though. He was so bummed because this was a big deal. Because to your point, again, for listeners that don't know the history, I mean, this really did. This started out just a little like campfire in the middle of a field yeah. for, for Tim's birthday, you know, and everyone that's, would that's, bring their cultivar. That's crazy. So my, yeah. my I grew up in um, Colorado and my parents both moved to 
uh, what is it, Santa Rosa. Oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. At, that's yeah. where it's at, yeah. right? Gateway and to yeah. the triangle. So I'm totally familiar with the area up there yeah. and had no idea. And then when we got into the business, um, you know, we're like, oh, we're going to go do this show. And it was at the fairgrounds at that point, the first yeah. show we did. Yeah. And, uh, and it was, it was just like, oh yeah, I know, I, I, I know this yeah. place. This is, hey, this you is go the there 12, for the fair. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and here's the, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So it was kind of, that was really, I think that was so interesting for us when we started because, um, you know, the rules, the first show I did was not, was, um, God, I can't even remember the first show I did. I think the first show I did was an Arcview thing, like a money oh, race okay. thing, right? Yeah. So that wasn't really a show. Yeah. But, um, uh, kind of more like a summit almost. I guess, yeah. Yeah, would. yeah. Right. Yeah. Although it was as smoky and crazy yeah. as any of the shows I'd been to to that point. But that show was so interesting. Excuse me, back to the, back to the uh, Emerald Cup. It was so crazy because it was a, the time we had, the, they had the smoking area. So it was a, oh, and we could yeah. demo yeah. in the smoking area. Yeah. Cause it was designated for 215. Yes. So you had, you had to add Correct. your 215 ID to get yeah. through to the 215 side and they yeah. can't serve alcohol in yeah, 215. No, no. <laughs> the alcohol's on the air side. Oh so, God, yeah. Cause dude. you can't mix, you know, no. beer no, and, no. and, and, and not and, about the crossfade on the legal yeah, note. No, no, not going to happen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I always thought that was really funny. Um, I had so many experiences at that show. I, 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 I really missed that show. I, we haven't done it in a couple of years. And I think it's, you know, uh, the company, you know, you changed how you do business in the company and I, you know, yeah. you're, you're in now and you're seeing like where we have to go and that kind of thing. But that's still Rudy stuff, you know, where you're, where you're kind of yeah. like, Oh man, remember those days, you know? And I, oh, I yeah. do like working until the last person's out of the cow, the cow oh barn and you're just yeah. burned out and just yeah. like, uh, Long days, <laughs> long days. Yeah. yeah, it was, and you're right. In this, the the last one that I was at, I think you guys were there too, or a few of you guys were there. Um, you know, it was 2019, yeah. and it just so happened that you know they the, the team at Emerald, Tim and team have always been true to that December time frame. But unfortunately for MJ Biz, as it's grown, which for those again that don't know, it's kind of the Super Bowl. It's not FIFA. I'd yeah. say Span of Biz is more of the FIFA World Cup. Right. But um, but domestically, I'd definitely say that, you know, MJ Biz is Super Bowl and it's the white collar side of things. And uh, they overlapped like literally. Yeah. They, I remember my team, like four or five of us flew out that Friday morning yeah. to hurry up and get out and set up for Emerald Cup. And so many people like you're great because I'm not the youngest guy. I had guys yeah. that were 10, 15 years younger on my team. And they're like, do you sure you want to do something? I'm like. I've been looking forward to the whole year. Yeah. Like I see friends that I grew up with. Like I see OG growers yeah. that come out of the hills with their underground genetics that yeah. aren't, aren't the trendy triangle things, like stuff that they really spend the time to wean, right. wean, 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 and get to where they want to be. Like I get to see that at that show. And so I'm like, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Even being tired and working a full week for yeah. MJ Biz. Like yeah. to your point, it's just one of those shows that takes us back for those of us that, you know, are advocates um, from a medical standpoint, or even those that are fans of adult use, like that's a show. Like that's so much right. we started, right? right. Full and same like you, you know, growing up in Marin County, I was just down the, you know, down 101 from from where you lived. Um, you know, the culture was still very strong. I mean, yeah. that's where the Waldos started. That yeah. was there. I mean, I was supposed to go to Sir Francis Drake. They went to San Rafael. San Rafael High, and they're a few years older than me, safe to say. But that that's where that whole aspect of the culture started. And uh, so, yeah, Northern California is still that home of craft and culture that yeah. it's cool to go home to. It is. Yeah. And uh, I have had so many, like, when I got into it, um, at the time I was living in, in San Diego. So um, uh, I got into, uh, you know, personal into growing. And that's where I started learning, you know, a lot about it. I mean, I, I think the first time I grew was in, 
I had a Phototron. I don't remember what oh, those wow. things are. I had a Phototron in my closet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this LED only existed on, like... I uh, know, right? God, <laughs> Not I even in TVs at that point. No, yeah. yeah. So I mean, they were these hoop, uh, yeah. hoop uh, fluorescents. And, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so but... So uh, yeah, so crazy. Uh, the Phototron. And the back of the High Times magazine with all the roses. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah, that guy. I don't know. I can't remember what happened to that guy. Some lawsuit or something about his... Uh, his, uh, his with his With his HOA, he had, like, his gajillion dollar mansion and the yeah. HOA is like you can't plant roses bro <laughs> <laughs> he's in this massive lawsuit I'm like dude that's Phototron bro you gotta yeah. you can't mess with that guy yeah he's, exactly he could have done cannabis so you guys should not be upset about the roses <laughs> and that, and it's funny you point out that you know there's a few brands that we grew up with that were, you yeah. know, we're close enough in age we grew up with and like Zigzag like Zigzag yeah. didn't come out of the the closet as being it's like there's so many things out there. We yeah. can reference from a metaphorical standpoint, so many people that build it's purpose built for one thing or one industry, but then it's adopted by another. Right. And, and zigzag is an obvious one. Yes. People used to roll cigarettes domestically. They still do internationally, but that's what it was known for. Ever since yeah. I was a kid, it's like, Oh, you got zig- you, uh, that was the, the noun and the verb. Oh, yeah. You have some zigzags. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just, for the first time it was at champs, Las Vegas out here. Um, I want to say, I think it was in the South Hall and it was probably like four years ago yeah. and they actually had a booth and yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys have booth, like yeah. you're out. Welcome. You're, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. You've only been the, the, the paper. The, the for pioneers like, <laughs> of the paper world. Exactly. Yeah. And you see that with others. I saw that with, um, what, what's the tabletop? The, uh, all of us used at one point or another, the, uh, the vaporizer tabletop. Oh, the, the volcano. Volcano. The volcano, yeah. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the volcano, same thing being at, uh, you've been to the show too, at, uh, Lyft Toronto, which yeah. is the bit that's kind of the MJ biz show of Canada. Right. And I remember being there and same thing. There was kind of this, I don't know, the, this ancillary hall that was downstairs before you even went up the elevator into the main floor. Right, so right. technically you need a badge and there was volcano in there. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> like they finally came out. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, right. <laughs> it's like, it you long enough. Yeah. Cause what else are you, no, nobody's vaporizing oregano and sage dude. Like, I mean, I know. think, uh, I think somebody's done it after they used it for proper purpose <laughs> yeah. just to see, like, Hey man, maybe oregano would you work. And you never know. How's this taste? Put up their <laughs> banana peels on the test. Range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's That's pretty funny. It has, it has evolved. And I think you're right. A lot of those brands, you know, that, that we grew up with that we knew in the industry, um, that was the industry that was the underground yeah. or illicit. Now we call it the legacy, you know, to be PC. But um, it's interesting how some of those just didn't evolve. And I think that's a good example, yeah. right? You know, it's, it's kind of that it might be a little harsh for some of like the evolve or die mentality, right. but it's true yeah. because businesses are like, oh, this is the way we always done it. That's in many instances their demise because yeah. that's not. I think that's, that's, that's very, that happens a lot where, yeah. you know, companies get tied to product or, or perception mm-hmm. and they can't get out of their own way. And, yeah. and you see it, like, I mean, not just in this industry, but all throughout all industries. And that's one of the biggest lessons I think, um, I learned early was like, I'm not getting tied to one thing, bro. Yeah. You know, they're not going to sandbag me on it being yeah. a one trick pony, man. That's not, it's just not going to happen. No. You know, that's just, that's very, that's true. the first, first opportunity for failure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it goes um, all the way back. Like you thought one thing, I mean, just to, to throw it out there, because being more of a marketing guy at heart, marketing biz dev, you know, even the name, like the yeah. name and not making a plug, but you know, I always thought about that versus the other guy. Like there's people who lock themselves in to yeah. your point to a specific niche within this category. Yeah. We are blank, blank, trim, trim, blank, blank, yeah. blank, blank, yeah. whatever. And it's like, 
no, that's like yeah. you had that foreshadowing to see that that isn't the way it needs to be. And yeah. it didn't restrict you because, again, you're right. You've seen that in other categories where yeah. people, they've kind of pigeonholed them Uber. I mean, oh, yeah. they had to, okay, now we have to be Uber Eats and yeah. have to be Uber yeah. this and Uber <laughs> that. And it's like, yeah, you kind of locked yourself in as Uber, you know, yeah. the modern day taxi. So yeah. interesting yeah, it, how that works. It is. And I think, you know, um, but, you know, it's hard to have that kind of foresight when you're when you're down in the, in the weeds and the planning phases. And yeah. I mean, I think of all the plans I made coming into business and, and um, you know, um, I, you know, one, one thing that I think that I, I just never let anything be my one driver, right? Yeah. I was like, it was just like, oh, it's moving this way. I could do that. We'll just go that yeah. way. We'll, you know, let the river take you a little bit. And that's what really, I think, helped me to not get stuck, yeah. you know? And I think that's, that's, uh, uh, and, and, and now you see, of course, we're, we're kind of turning the corner into that larger category of a company mm -hmm. with the, with the kind of, um, you know, the way we're approaching everything. And, and, um, I just find it really, I, I'm very, I'm glad that that was not my, my goal wasn't to be the X. Right? Yeah. It yeah. was, it was just to be like, I, I don't care what we do. We're going to be here. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be involved in this thing. And, and, uh, and that's served us pretty well. So I'm excited about still being here, obviously. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Cause that's, I, I just thought about maybe we were talking about offline. I'm trying to remember, but there was another company, um, close to the founders and the founder's son. And they had, to your point, they had this one widget, yeah. pretty badass widget. And yeah. it, um, you know, just like I told you that, that story of meeting Mark Cuban and him, you know, the innovator, the imitator, the idiot, and they are definitely there, the innovators, and there's definitely imitators and idiots out there behind them, but they're so locked into that one product. Yeah. And then when they tried to diversify the portfolio, they're too far down that road. Yeah. You know, people didn't take them serious with yeah. option B and option C that we're still in the linear, but was so far off of their core product yeah. that it was kind of almost a reaching for sticks. It didn't play in. It wasn't yeah. holistic as far as solution goes. You know? It's a, it's, it's hard, you know, yeah. it's hard. I mean, especially, you know, I see guys come up with like great ideas and that when I got in the barrier to entry was really, really low. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, um, it wasn't that low, but it was pretty low. You yeah. Know, you just come up with a good idea and then you just go bang the streets. Right. And, uh, you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Like you're not coming That's up with changed. a, with a new machine and going, Hey, I yeah. got a new machine. Cause no one gives a shit. They're not listening to you yeah. anymore. You know, no, like, it's changed, I, right. I, the, the noise is so full and everything is just so crowded that people are like, wait a minute, who do I trust? What are the brands? And they, they they're, they're starting to see, you know, brand recognition yeah. and, and yeah. value in that. And so, you know, you, you don't have that opportunity to just be, have a great idea guy. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, you know, that's, that's, it's normal, right? That yeah, happens in any every, industry. Yeah, any yeah, industry. Yeah. And that's true. And there's, there's been a lot of conversations that I've been in, you know, in, in forum settings where it's been, you know, is there any true international brands? Is there any this, any that? And out of this group, I'm normally the one that's always traveled the most. And I'm like, you know, there's, there are very few. I mean, yeah. one is, is Burner, great guy, very professional, uh, you know, and, and a, a marketing master. And I'm like, to be honest, that's the only like, international brand from a consumer not b2b yeah. i think there's brands on the b2b side but yeah. that has established with cookies because you know going over to europe and running in and getting to spend a little bit of time with them there but also seeing how the crowd reacted to them it's like yeah. wow that like cannabis is really becoming international right you know and it's moving that way but i think you're right you know the earlier years where you had everyone competing for that one niche or that one category within the industry that was like 
the early teens. Yeah. And something happened. I know some of the money started pulling out, some of the investment money, you know, a few years ago. But it definitely, I agree with you, it kind of shifted within the last few years to where yeah. there were enough established brands, the strongest are starting to survive, the ones that aren't yeah. are moving on, or their money's running out. To be honest, that's a lot of businesses' problems is, yeah. you know, they're they're uh, vested. And so, yeah, it's definitely the uh, topography's changed a bit. It, it, it definitely has. And not only that, but there's a maturity to the, to the industry that is demanding things that we just don't have now. You know, I, I always look at the the banking problem and I, and I oh, just, yeah. you know, you know, we're ancillary as ancillary as you can be mm-hmm. like, there is no more distance you can have from this industry. Yeah. You know, than we have, and we are, we are a pariah in the banking, like literally talk to my banker. Like I've got a beautiful deck, all yeah. the financials, Hey man, we want to borrow some money to make yep. this thing go bang. And they're like, ah, well, you know, you're just, uh, you're just so close to the cannabis. Yeah. I don't really, ah, yeah, you know? no, it's true. <laughs> and, it, and it's, it's a thing that frustrates you. There's one, uh, you know, my wife was a movie, pretty woman. And she, <laughs> I tell her about some of our trials and tribulations in this industry, Yeah, because to your point, you know, the banks kind of rank, right? So there there's plant touching, non-plant touching is how most of us in the industry reference and, yeah. and to elaborate on what you're saying, you know, we're non-plant touch. We, as a company, company yeah. we're a manufacturer. We're yeah. not plant touching. We manufacture right. systems and solutions for, for those who do. And so we're obviously a degree apart. Um, but they even rank it down to like, yeah, buddy Darren owns MG magazine. You yeah. Know, he he would be what they consider like a tier three. Yeah. So he's getting money from people that are getting money from people that grow plants. Right? <laughs> yeah. So so we're number two, he's number and even he gets his account shut. It's like <laughs> Dude, come on. And, and, and so I tell my wife, and she's like, it's like that. She's like, you remember, she totally recreated the scene. You know, when um, when Richard Gere's character gives uh, Julia Roberts the credit card, and yeah. says, you know, go get some nice clothes, go out on Rodeo and, and go shopping. And she does. And in that one, I, I vaguely remember this. You know, she goes into the one store and the lady's just talking down to her. And I don't think you belong here. We don't do that. that, that. Yeah. You know, and then she gets all dolled up and dressed up and everything. She comes back in. You made a big mistake. Huge. Like, that's what I feel. The, yeah. the, the yeah. finger up, the middle yeah. finger should be from this industry yeah. to companies that didn't didn't support us at yeah. that point. And, and to your point, to call it out and, and so many people on, you know, out there agree with this. It's not just the banks, man. I'm mean, yeah. like, Facebook doesn't like to play at this. Yeah. Even hemp. Uh, Google, you know, Google, yeah. uh, the AdWords program, you know, getting flagged for, um, for what, what do they call it? Illegal substances. I think is what is illegal or illicit substances. I'm like, yeah. dude, did you not learn about the 2018 farm bill? This is hemp. Yeah. Literally we're promoting, promoting something that's legal. Granted, you know, USDA legal is a textile, not FDA legal is, but still yeah. like, yeah, sure. they just, they're so scared of the federal government and so much so that they just put everyone in this one bucket. So I just like, I just read this article and I, I'm just going to say it. I have not validated it. And actually the article in in its verbiage said that they're, they're, they haven't completely validated it. But the article stated, and it's not from some conservative side. It's, it's an actual, you know, it's a news article says that uh, there are multiple uh, Biden men people that have been dismissed for historical cannabis use. Yeah. yeah. I, I just like... Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter who you get into office, right? And then they're like, yeah, yeah fuck cannabis. Yep. No, I just, dude, 
I just saw that in my feed. So right. many who probably are Google fan <laughs> that came up in my Google news news feed. I want to say this morning. Yeah, and it said to your point, Biden said that until cannabis is legal federally, they will still continue to dismiss cannabis users. That is in DC. I'm like in this day and age. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, it's so funny though because I mean, I think. You know, in the industry, of course, you know, we don't get direct promises from any candidates, you know, but it was an implied kind of promise, I think. uh, And there was a lot of hope coming in with this administration that, you know, we're going to see all this, you know, this loosening and changing. And that's not what I'm seeing. No, (laughs) that's not what I'm seeing, man. I know they have a lot to deal with, but I agree. And it makes me a little nervous. (laughs) It does me too, because I originally projected, I keep saying it and I still keep saying on my show, I'm stoked. We're going to be having you on, on, on my show here soon too. Um, But I keep saying that I'm like, you know, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when, and I've been projecting for the last few years that something's going to change in 2022. And it's funny because I post that up on LinkedIn and some guys, I don't believe, you know, I'll take your bet, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, pause. Yeah. I said that there's going to be change in 2022, like the end of prohibition. So descheduling or deregulating, that's different than legalizing. Cause that's his response is like, I don't think it's going to legalize and we're going to have a full infrastructure by 2022. I'm like, dude, pause. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Like I saying that something is, I think we might still be on track for that, but um, you can tell, and in, in, in the latest news, they just brought back the Safe Banking Act. You know, yeah. we just had a senator brought back the Safe Banking Act because I think you know it has become a bipartisan, or dare I say, even a nonpartisan. You have both yeah. on both sides. Yeah, yeah just yeah, like absolutely. we need to move forward. Like yeah. Canada came online in in yeah. what, you know three years ago. Now Mexico is coming online within the next yeah. year or two. How do you how do you not beat Mexico to the punch? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I just don't yeah. understand. Like that blows my mind me too and i mean in their one-third the side that that's again i give credit to canada but i tell people and i just posted this up on linkedin i think last week you know canada yes it's the second largest land mass behind russia but the population's less than that of the state of california yeah it's literally it's like significantly less yeah yeah you're talking like a considerable like millions less than so mexico is still more relevant yeah because yeah. it's it's one fit the land mass with a hundred 30 million people in that country. And it's not a large country per se. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I agree with you. It's like, it kind of makes you wonder, well, yeah. this isn't looking good for the U S because yeah. we always have pride ourselves on being on the forefront. We are with design, with technology, yeah. not where it's built, but where it's designed. Like yeah. We are really that think tank for the world with a lot of these new solutions, especially centric to technology. So you think we'd be up on this and we were a big, um, element of what started the whole war on drugs yeah. and, and the prohibition in the first place. You know, yeah. a lot of Commonwealth countries picked up on that and such. So yeah, I think it's it's gonna be interesting what happens in the next few years. But I'm with you. I'm a little surprised because they didn't there were no promises and I remember Kamala Harris, she she made a comment. She, she tried to get it in on one of the debates yeah. and we got yeah. all excited because she actually brought it up. Yeah. But it was like so in passing at yeah. the end of a response to another question. We're like, no, that's not what it's we're just for fucking lip service to get votes man it's i just uh, the whole thing just fucking infuriates me i i I, you know i one of the things i really don't enjoy talking about is obviously is politics but i do think it's irrelevant when we're talking about it in in regards to you know the industry and stuff like that so i don't make any comments on who to vote for or not but but i mean honestly you know everybody thinks that this guy the next guy or whatever is going to be the guy that's going to do it and you know somebody's going to i mean at some point the the revenues make sense and i think the state revenues are starting to make sense. Uh, I, that's a, a nightmare in and of itself. But 
you know, if you look at the state revenues, every state that's gone down that road is, is showing significant uh, revenue from oh yeah from the industry. So yeah, I think the taxes. I know I pay taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I, what I say. I pay federal taxes. Yeah, I know I pay those. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. It's exactly. <laughs> pretty, we, pretty sure. <laughs> I think we just hit as of last year. The industry has now three hundred seventeen thousand employees, specifically in cannabis, not not outsider supporting actors, but literally in the cannabis industry. Yeah. I mean, that's something to your point. And then I think another stat to your point with Colorado being one of the first, they just, I think it's 180 million now that they've been wow. able to pull in taxes since legalization yeah. in 2014, January, 2014, when it came into play. But even during the pandemic and being deemed essential, it has really proven itself. I remember one of the things I was excited about was the state of Oregon, which is kind of the unofficial hippie. I mean, it's right, not right. as liberal as people think. It's interesting enough, uh, Washington and Oregon, both there, there's very much a balance um, I think is politics. There's representation on both sides, but it is notoriously known to be more liberal. And they, for the first time last year, surpassed a billion dollars in sales, a billion dollars in sales. So the tax is out of that. And you think of it's a 4.2 million populous state. Yeah. So you take that and to your point, just, just extrapolate it to a 50 state scenario and all the rest. And I think that's where even people that aren't necessarily pro from a political standpoint but to 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 what you're saying yeah. understand the value fiscally because of right. the tax gain and it's not a small tax either yeah. it's we're talking about that's and tax. i think that that's uh, that's also one of the things i find really kind of frustrating because um because it, it's not a small tax right yeah. it's not like we're taxing like you know that we're we're they're punitive taxing it's mm -hmm. punitive taxation right it's like well we're going to not acknowledge you and we're going to let you remain, keep your business running illegally. Yeah. And uh, we're going <laughs> to yeah. charge the fuck out of you for, yeah. for doing it. And you're like, what? I, not not benefit. No, yeah. e we're not protecting. We're not going to protect yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's where I get it's It's not the best analogy. I feel bad, but that's where the whole mistress thing. Like, yeah, we love you. We just don't want to share our love yeah. with you. Like, yeah, we yeah, love yeah. the outcome, yeah. of it, but we don't. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. it's tough, man. But we, we love you just. Keep yeah. yourself in the, over there. Yeah, in the yeah, corner. Any closer than you are. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, Very that's true. really interesting. I think I find you know we well getting into business, um, you know, and then getting into multi-state business and then multinational business. Um, you know, we are now a mini tax processing company, right? Yeah. <laughs> we have to process sales tax for every fucking yeah. state in the union, and yep. then you know you got to deal with that and all the other crap that goes overseas. So, oh I, you know, so complex, so overbearing, so so difficult and i and uh you know that's one thing i never thought of going into business yeah. you know and uh we had an audit in california i don't know if you're aware we had yeah. an actual sales tax audit in california oh wow and uh they came at us and said we you know they were looking for like uh i think it was like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in uh, in um in discrepancy right oh wow and we're like what the flip well, we went through the whole thing. We got it all the way down. When we got to the end of it, it was just a $20,000 discrepancy oh between the, between us and between them. And, you know, that's like Man. keeping track of other people's shit because, you know, we're yeah. selling and we're saying, oh, they're a wholesaler. And so they're they're not paying tax. That's no, our so job. And they're like, no, 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 that's not. We, we never received tax on. And you're like, oh, my God, that you're trying to untake. So now, obviously, we do business much much cleaner yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. everybody's got yeah. yeah but it, so, it catches the but, most off guard i won't <laughs> say which company but another company is within the industry to your point you know we were doing business overseas and yeah. we thought that i think it was sales through amazon if i'm not mistaken and we thought that amazon was collecting the vat 
Yeah. You know, because we were shipping over and for all intents and purposes in that instance, Amazon was a 3PL, you know, the yeah. third party logistics for those who don't know. And so we were sending over to the 3PL. They were doing fulfillment, execution on sale, all the rest of it. And they came at us with like, a, it, <laughs> and it's similar to California. It's funny, right? Because not that the UK is broke, but you know, man, these governments, if they're not coming in where they want to, yeah, let's go see what rocks we can yeah. uncover and dig up here. And oh, yeah. look, cannabis. Yeah, there you go. And that's exactly <laughs> what they did with us. And they came out as like, I think it was like 50,000 pounds, you know, 50,000 British sterling. They're hitting us up for, and we're like, oh, what are you talking, like, this is, this was a contingency of Amazon, not of us. Like, they're yeah. literally doing the processing of purchase. Right. You know, they are, for all intents and purposes, the reseller. And Bezos is over there laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have sold out of Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> Should have gone to Luxembourg. Yeah. <laughs> Suckers. Yeah, exactly. So, but you're right. It's, it goes back to, with the, you know, looking at this industry. Um, it's hard to not go back to politics because you're right as a business and a business owner like yourself, you get pulled into the politics of, you know, duties and taxes, and right. VAT fees and all that international Jeez. and then managing taxes by state by state because yeah. it's not federally regulated. And so you have to deal with that. And then you've also got everybody's fingers in your pie, man. Yeah, every, I mean, <laughs> that, what is it? Farmers are taxed like five times from seed to oh sale. Oh my God. Like, it's I mean, unbelievable. It's one of the only right. crops where you're taxed at the seed. It's like, you don't, what if the take rate, what if it's dismal? What if I get it? Yeah. I mean, it's just so much stuff that, and, and you know, it's funny because I think a lot of people expected, um, you know, the, the, the quasi and then moving to legal legalization to, to bring, to bring uh, prices down and it's oh, going to be quite no. the opposite, man. Yeah. I know. I mean, I think you're going to see cannabis prices continue to increase and it's just because of the, um, you know, because the legalization brings all the other regulation. You know, if you look at what the FDA is going to get involved and the regulations uh, around uh, these companies are going to have to fall into and the cost that that's going to, they're going to bear. And then, you know, licensing will be, have to be somewhat federally controlled as well, yeah. because I mean, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's an intoxicant, right? So there's going to be some cost there and then you're going to have your federal tax on it when it's actually legal. And that's going to be cost that, you know, it's just like, yeah, yeah. great. Why don't, yeah. You, why don't we just poke your eyes out and I can slap you yeah. around a little bit and Make put you back in the corner and take all your money. <laughs> How do you like that? How do you like being broke, buddy? Oh my you gosh. Know? And that, so that's what people don't get, you know, again, in, in, in the, the government's just as guilty as this, as any other entity, they yeah. come in with the mentality of, Oh, you're in the cannabis industry. You you're making millions. Yeah. Like it's like, it's not too dissimilar from any other, if you want it, I hate to categorize it, but like syntax on, um, tobacco and alcohol the rest. Whatever, oh yeah well gosh they must be making hand over fist it's like no when you net net yeah out at the end of the day yeah. it's, there's a lot of people <laughs> i've had plenty of people that i've had on my show you know if you had the chance or the opportunity would you do it again no tell your friends to run <laughs> run this, this, this is not street. what i would do it's not what you think <laughs> it is so but i think that that carries over into a bigger conversation of you know like cal you know our home state so california you know, they're saying as much as 80% of products sold is still in the illicit market. And the interesting thing is Canada, besides having the whole CA in common for, for acronym, Canada's in a similar situation too, where people yeah. are, I mean, they've got it worse up there where you can order it online. Yeah. That's, that's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. You can order it, have it shipped to, and all the rest of it. But they're saying it takes a week to two. It's so dry. It's so degraded. You know, by the way, you're paying $70 per eighth, you know, yeah. Canadian. So yeah. it's like 50 bucks, but still. Yeah versus getting it from, you know, the illicit market for right. 30 bucks an eighth. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Yeah. You know, San Diego, where we, where we cut our teeth, uh, 
they they had the, they played this game for a while where they were like you know inviting industry in. Oh, this is the rules. Play by these rules, and everything's cool. Yeah. And everybody would kind of spin up, and then they go nah nah nah. We don't like those rules anymore, and everything was shut down. Oh, and so you man. got. I had friends that went in and out of business two, three times, and like, dude, I can't ever do this. This is not yeah. viable. I've, it's not I've, I've, I've spent all this money. It's been taken. I spent all this money. It's been taken. And then, uh, and what they ended up doing was like, you know, one of my friends started a delivery business. That's how it's always been done. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's exactly true. And. And in a market like San Diego, where for those who don't know, like San Diego County, just like Orange County is very red. I yeah. mean, the city of San Diego was the only one that allowed medical dispensaries. I mean, yeah. thought, what is there, 18 cities down there? Yeah. So one out of 18, a 118 yeah. average, not yeah. great. So to your point, it's in the same with uh, Orange County. I remember being down there, you know, we're uh, weed maps based out of Irvine. Santa Ana was the epicenter and they killed their downtown looks gorgeous. Yeah. Because it's the, what do we call it? The, the NIMBY mentality, not in my backyard. Yeah. You know, so everyone down in hoity toity Irvine and, and, you know, Rancho and all the rest. Yeah. Oh, no, we don't want, but they were all smoking it. Yeah. yeah the yeah, delivery yeah. services yeah. were absolutely killing, killing it. it. Yeah. <laughs> totally I, killing I thought it. that was so funny because I mean, I was like, God, nothing changed. Yeah, now here we are. We got all yeah. this regulation, and we still got my my weed dealers coming to my door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you just use an app instead. Yeah, of I, don't, page I don't have to page him. I just use the app. It's, <laughs> it's so true. It's so true, man. Well, oh, it is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, and I, I still I think it'll be interesting to see where in the next few years. I still I think there's going to be that movement. There's going to be pressure. Um, both in North America or in the Americas yeah. in general, and I think international to like, come on, U.S. I mean, yeah, the World Health Organization has come around. Heck, even the UN, UNODC is is finally kind of waking up and going, oh, okay, well, CBD is okay. Yeah, and I yeah, love I love yeah. when they do. I love when like. I'll, I'll pick on Idaho for a minute because I thought about moving there and then, you know, it's just my friends like, you know, they're not cannabis. Really. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, I can't do it. But um, they they amended their constitution to deem uh, cannabis, you know, th th there's no way. Like they yeah. literally, once they amended the constitution, there's no way you can legalize. And then a few weeks later, they approve hemp. And I'm like, you know, th like this is watermelons versus seedless watermelons. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> kingdom <within> the <laughs> like, Literally, there could be a, what we call a hot crop that comes out and you know you're growing THC flour in your state that yeah. you just said so constitutionally, your constitution. you cannot. Yeah, it's uh, constitutionally uh, illegal. It's there's just so I think it goes back to you know what I know you want to do with your show what I do with my show I always tell everyone like I always lead it with education that's yeah. really what it comes to like yeah. just for people to understand if you're in the industry or not like yeah. man it sucks but you have to keep up on the politics you have you, to you keep do. up on the business and, and, and you know and that's I because I we, you know we're fortunate with the reputation that we have and and kind of the um you know actually you know national and international reputation that we have that we're able to you know, have a good exposure, right? And we're able to help, uh, you know, bring other products in and get awareness about them and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but invariably, you know, the guys will be like, no, no, I'm, you know, I, I, I don't need you. I want to do this on my own kind of thing, yeah. right? And I'm like, go, fucking yeah. have at it, bro. <laughs> do it. Do it, have a fucking ball, you know? Because <laughs> <Exactly>. uh, <laughs> I don't have to deal with that shit anymore, oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Because it, it, just, it just compounds and then... Um, you know, just a normal business is tough, but then when you look at the the the, the insanity around around this business, it, it becomes very very difficult. And, you know, of course, we don't have to deal with a lot of the uh, the the craziness from state to state, right? Because yeah. where we sit, but um, you know, our customers do, 
And, you know, and, and just to know the difference about how it's being approached from California to Colorado. And those are the two big oh, boys, yeah. you know, yeah. but the, but the piles and piles of regulation that are sitting on top of people and it's different. Like you can't just go, okay, I'm really good at this in Colorado. Yeah. I'm going to go to California. No. I mean, not that that would go that way anyway, but, a, but you know, he recently did a company I know. And I'm like, are you sure you guys want to do that? Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> you're doing really good in Colorado. California is a bit of a beast. Yeah. And then they all figure it out when they get there. Right. Yeah. So I was like, well, this is where it started. You had like there again, you know, yeah. not to point out the fact that we're OGs, but you know, you do have these newer people to the industry that post yeah. stuff up on LinkedIn and someone posted up, you know, how long, um, that, friend in the industry you know, how long have you been in the industry uh less than one year one plus three plus five plus six but whatever you know yeah. that scaled out and it was a poll because people love doing that you know one guy um i responded i was like yeah yeah definitely you know six plus but then there's the whole you know legacy side yeah there's yeah. Very, there's even fewer of us so i think at the average was 30 percent of those polled had been in the industry six plus years and then I said, okay, yeah, so it's 30%. But then take that fraction of how many people have been in here before it was legal. Yeah. And then our guy pitches up and he's like, well, I've been in for seven years, but that's not far off because it legalized in 2012. And I was like, oh, uh, Tony? She's <laughs> <laughs> one of my connections. I'm like, uh, Tony, so we passed Prop 215 in California and it became a medical legal state in 1996. Yeah. So yeah. literally we've been doing it for 25 years. And yeah. if you want to get technical... Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You know, uh, Perone for all he did in San Francisco, uh, you know, Prop P got passed in 1990. So mm -hmm. technically you could say that not only California was the first, that's, that's not arguable, but, but 1990, dude, 30 I mean, years. Yeah. Right. 30, is it yeah. 30, 30, 30, years, 30 years, 31 yeah. years that, that some level of legalization it's has been, existed in this country. And it's funny yeah. that people are like, Oh yeah, no, it's like, I've been in it since the beginning. In yeah. 2012, it's like, yeah. Goes a little yeah. bit further back than that. But. Well, th th there's so many people that went through such abuse in that through that whole time frame from from this uh, complete lack of uh, of um, you know uh, consistency in regulation. You know, I just it yeah. just shocks me what people have had to deal with. Um, even you know San Diego that was kind of uh, funny, but I mean literally guys going bankrupt because they've just been you know told one thing and then told something else and you know just pulling the carpet out and that. You know, it's hard enough to be in business anyway, but yeah, to, to, yeah. to have to reinvest and to rebuild, you know, it's it's absolutely brutal. Yeah. I mean, the energy alone uh, is, is enough to make you gray. You know what I mean? No, so, yeah. it's true, man. And you're right. It, it's not. I tell people, well, imagine if you're playing, you know, soccer, baseball, where in like, you know, you have a halftime or, you know, between innings, all of a sudden I change the rule. Like, yeah. oh, we're going to move first base. Yeah. Just, just a foot. But we're yeah. going to move it. You know, or, okay. Yeah. You know, but here they're changing it like every moment they have in Colorado. Because I was at, same with you, you know, it's weird growing up in NorCal and then cutting your teeth somewhere else. So I cut my teeth on the legal in Colorado and they changed or amended uh, the laws associated with legalization 85 times in the first year. Jeez. 85 times. Oh, and it was yeah. some minutiae. like, oh, you can't, you know, not yeah. within 200 feet of a school and stuff, stuff that was valid because they were trying to rush it so quick to be the first. Yeah. But still, I mean, that, how do people keep track? And yeah. thanks for people like Tom Angel and such, you know, marijuana moment, props to him. I, I get his, you know, newsletter every morning and like, yeah. here's where each state's at. Here's what's going on. You know, but, the, the, it's, it, there are, there are that core group of people um, that, you know, fought the fight early and, and, and gave everybody a chance. And sometimes it, you know, I remember, um, and I've, I've, I've met Rosenthal many times, but yeah. I remember, you know, I was at a birthday party for him and, and, uh, <laughs> I was just like, you know, 
I just got to say thank you, bro. Because, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you didn't suffer through the shit that you suffered through, I wouldn't be here. You know, yeah. my business wouldn't exist. And there's lots of guys like that. And they're kind of just, you know, the industry grows and kind of gets to this next level and they kind of get lost. They do. You know, do. and it's like, I think that's yeah. kind of unfortunate. Um, and, and I mean, uh, it, that's characters, you know, Tommy Chong, you know, there's these oh, yeah. characters in the history of this too, that, you know, they're trying to drag them along, you know, for our generation's sake, yeah. I think, but yeah. you know, but I mean, the reality is there that, that whole, there's a whole history, um, you know, that, that, that is so, you know, well, for us, it was growing up as kids and kind of seeing it from one side and, and then the underlying side of it. But then that history is also, those were foundational folks, right? Yeah. That That's something that didn't put together, you know, like yeah. uh, Tommy Chong was going to be a founda- a founder of the cannabis. I mean, and, yeah. you know, but he's still foundational and but he suffered. He went through shit to get this thing to go. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's yeah. why it's like propping up to Dennis Perone for what he did and, and Brown yeah. Harry, you know, in San Francisco, but mm-hmm. you're right. Like the Ed Rosa. I mean, I remember and same thing, good friends with Ed and actually been on the international side with them. And it's cool because people internationally even recognize him. Yeah. Walk up. Yeah. And uh, I remember when he stood up to the, was it Alameda County? I want to say it's Alameda County Sheriff's, whoever's over uh, Oakland. It's here Contra Costa or Alameda, but the county sheriff's. Mm-hmm. And they took his weed when he was traveling. <laughs> and dude, he stood up for it. They read it, blah, 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 all the way. But even that, I mean, that wasn't that long ago. And he's yeah. still fighting the fight. And I think you're right. I, I explained that to people too. Like there are individuals that are the OGs. And it's interesting because... Um, I think I was watching one of those roasts one time on Comedy Central and like Snoop Dogg was out there and was like, okay, yeah, for, you know, for all of you older generations, you know, Snoop Dogg, the rapper, and for all you younger generations, he's on, uh, this is now hit, but he's really a businessman and a DJ, but kind of showing the perspective because people like, we grew up with Tommy Chong, some phenomenal movies, you know, with Cheech and Chong. But like, obviously the perception of him is much different for the millennial and for the Z generation, right. you know, for the sub 40. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that, to your point, them, Jack Herr, I mean, all these guys that were really foundational. I mean, even the guys at high times and such, you know, yeah, really yeah, yeah for sure. But yeah. it's weird because that's one thing I didn't expect was what we saw in the culture and what we saw in the quote unquote business back then. Um, it's almost like mainstream still has them pushed in a corner. It's still yeah. like, oh, they're still a part of that time when it was taboo. Yeah. You know, we want the people that more so speak to me. We want, the, suits. We want the Wiz Khalifa, yeah. Yeah. not the Snoop Dogg. And then yeah. for the suits, yeah, not the yeah. it's that, yeah. it, you know, that's that's kind of interesting. It is it is interesting. I mean, those guys are gonna, you know, go out rebels. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But, but I there's there, I mean there's a serious debt of gratitude, I think, you know, anybody in the industry should understand and if you don't then you need to go read some history yeah it's pretty important stuff man i I mean we didn't the the biggest risk i think i took um would never have put me in jail yeah right like no way i had myself covered as covered as you could be when i was actually growing you know and and there was no there was no risk at that time um and then being in this side of the business you know there was the biggest risk would be you know dealing with somebody from who doesn't like what we say or our brochure. So I have to change that. I mean, yeah. okay, whatever. But these guys are out there, you know, yeah. they're, they're going to jail, jail, you yeah. know, yeah. yeah. They or were risking it or, yeah. or, and life and death. Some of them, you know, cause yeah. I mean, that, 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 that was, uh, that was pretty rough up there in Northern California for a minute. It was, man. <laughs> and, and they took care of each other too. That was yeah. the thing was that they, you know, I was, um, gosh, I think it was, I was hanging out with Ed at an event in NorCal 
And, um, and it was interesting because we were at Jacker's son's booth because he's doing genetics now. Yeah. And they started telling the stories about amongst the, like amongst Ed and Jack and in this crew. Yeah. Like they actually had a fund to help get each other out of jail and get lawyers and everything. I mean, this is crazy shit. Yeah. Nobody worries about today. I mean, yeah. no, I'm no, not no saying concern. like I'm overconfident, but you know, I remind people, hey, you can legally travel with an ounce of flour out of LAX. <laughs> like that is, they got it cleared with the FAA. Like you can legally do it. I'm like, now where you go is a different story. Yeah. But could you imagine? I mean, yeah. it happened to me. I was coming back from uh, from an event up in San Francisco and and I forgot to give, we got a bunch of these samples that we were testing. Every time we went to a market, we'd test samples yeah. with this company. And I had a bunch of Aussies uh, friends that were in, in town. And, you know, they went with us to um, Indo Expo, props to those guys out in Colorado. And then I had them fly out to NorCal and toured a couple farms. They wanted to drive down the coast. And I'm like, oh, I'm from California. That, that's a one-time thing yeah, <laughs> you yeah. do when you have to. So I was flying home. I forgot to give them. I had probably like 15 grams. You know, most of them are single grams. Yeah, yeah, grams. Yeah. And I had it in my backpack. And it's funny. I opened my bag because I always keep my keys <laughs> to my car in my bag. We're like five minutes before touching down. And just whoosh, it hits me. And I'm like... <laughs> And so I text, you know, as soon as I land, I'm like, hey, forgot to give you that weed in my bag. And he's like, oh, congratulations. You're not a legal trafficker. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not so worried about that being in California. But, but I do know why the guy in TSA was smiling at me through security. Yeah. I'm like, why was that dude shooting such a big smile when yeah. he's x-raying my, my stuff? <laughs> but that that shows how much times have changed in recent yeah. years, man. Because yeah. literally any of us would have gone to oh, jail yeah. for that for, oh yeah or prison yeah. actually to be yeah technical. yeah technically. that would have been more than yeah. a year on the books yeah. for sure yeah. so yeah it's it's definitely it's come a long way so you know but stoked stoked at where we are and to your point really thankful for those that got us here yeah yeah, yeah it's interesting I, I mean i think it um you know and i i don't think they uh, they i don't know what i don't know a legend right what their personal perspective is yeah. they, that was their life that's what they lived yeah. you know what i mean um, and I, and I've had that kind of conversation where I've just been grat- grateful to them for, for their position, but you know, I don't know like what that means to them yeah. for somebody like yeah. me to say that, but I just feel like it's, you know, I am, I mean, honestly, I love what I do. I, I love yeah. being here. I love the industry because of the energy, I love the people and it's so, it's so dynamic and it's so crazy. Um, and I, and I really appreciate seeing what all these people how creative they've been with these projects that they do and all this stuff. And, you know, in 2012, when I started this, that's not what was going on, you know, to be yeah. here now and to see that and know that that had a foundation. I think that's important to remember. Yeah. Um, it's been an evolution. Huh? Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> light speed. Evolution and revolution. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Light, light, light speed changes. Yeah. yeah. I tell people, I'm like, I was in dot com for years and I'm like, I thought that was dog years. You know? Yeah. And, and, and constantly changing to it. They're always yeah. changing the rules and social media and SEM, like all that stuff. But that industry prepped me for this industry. And when I share that with people that came from that side, they're like, oh my God, you're so right. Yeah. Like the crazy spending part. I mean, this has changed now, but you yeah. you remember when all the mm-hmm. injection was coming and LPs were blowing up and they're like, yeah, with all the money and all the craziness and, and yeah. everything constantly changing and evolving, they're like, this is so.com. And I'm like, yeah, I'm thankful like you, yeah. you know, to be a part of two of the biggest evolutions in recent history yeah. to, to exist. And yeah. I love what I do. I just I had a phone call um, with one of uh, Greenbro's strategic partners, uh, Drew, who uh, has a, he manages the partnerships over at Boba. Yeah. And he's like, how you like it? I'm like, I love it, dude. I'm yeah. like, I love it. I'm all because the company has 
the culture that that I support, you know, yeah. the ideologies that I support, but they're all about helping that that customer, that client at the end of the day to make them more successful, to make yeah. them more efficient. And that's the big picture. And that's what attracted me. Yeah. You know, I'm always a long courtship, but for the right reason, because, yeah. it, it, yeah. I, you know, I didn't I want it to be long term. I want to make sure it's the right match. Well, but we, I'm with you. We had to get ready. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you know, we had to get ready too. Know. You know, know. Oh, yeah. you know, that's what's so interesting. Yeah. Like there's a maturity, right, that comes. And I, I think I had this moment this year uh, where I just was like, wow, man, um, you know, I, I there's things I need that I don't really understand yeah. that I need, you know, and, and that's what, so, you know, this relationship is, is, is an example of that. Like, yeah. you know, coming with a with a really good team and we have a really good marketing team and oh, yeah. know, why would I yeah. why would I need to bring in somebody you know for for that but the reality is uh, that's the biggest need we have right at yeah. the moment because we're not we just don't understand that this level this next level and mm -hmm. that's what you know that's obviously what you're bringing to it and that's just something that as a business owner you know you you can't know everything unless you've done it before yeah and and, and I yeah. you know I, I haven't just so everybody knows, this is my, my first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though. You have people that do think they know and they have all the answers. And, you Whoa. know, um, I was just on a call. Marco and I were on a call, actually, the other day. And the individual, you know, oh, it's a stupid question. I'm like, the only stupid question is the one not asked. Yeah. Like, don't, never say that. It, if you don't know, it's perfectly fine for you to ask because yeah. the day you stop learning is the day you stop living that's been my mantra for yeah. life that's why people are like how can you keep up on all the industry trends how do you get like a dozen emails a day i'm like i have to i have to yeah. continue to learn and track on where things are going because right. that's relevant to not not just myself to know for for good sense but you know the company in which i support in order to get them going in the right sure. direction because it's like someone's like here's the playbook okay hold on we just amended it we just amended it we yeah. just amended it yeah. like you have to be ready for that so yeah. You know, but it, it definitely is, um, to your point, the sky's the limit. That's yeah. when you hear the jets fly over. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 we right. always have that, that, that issue. Yeah. So, so I think that that's, that's, that's another, that would be a, a question for you, though. I mean, I know, obviously, look, you, you probably had quite a few opportunities when looking, you know, and, and we had this conversation. I think yeah. I, I, I think I said, well, why don't you just write me a little, like, you know, yeah a little brief outline of what you what you would be doing for us and uh, two reasons a you know i didn't fully understand the need necessarily yeah. and and b um you know it, it's an opportunity to to see if you're thinking along the same you know culturally along the same lines and stuff like that so i know that we've talked about that that yeah. moment when i asked you that but but you did make a decision ultimately to come here so yeah um yeah. Why, yeah, I did. Why would you do that? <laughs> it's funny, you know, I um and you it, it, well, first off, you know, honesty is the best policy and and trust and communication is applicable both in personal and professional relationships. Right. So I felt like I had that since day 1 with the individuals that I had known, you know, I keep referencing Marco but that he was my first POC, like my yeah. my first face of this company. Yeah. And uh, and then getting to meet you and getting to meet the, meet the rest of the team. But um really you were so transparent. You even told me, like, I know you probably have other options. There's other things out there. And I did, and I did share, I was transparent. I was so gun shy out of my experience at the last mm -hmm. company I was at briefly, yeah. you know, and the issues were with them, not with me, but you still, you, you get a little apprehensive. And because for me, I, I'm in it to win it and I want to be in it long term. Right. And so I want the match to be right. But for me, this was the perfect challenge because I don't want 
a walk in the park. That's yeah. not what motivates me and excites me at the yeah. end of the day. I want to one, make a difference and then two, support something I believe in. Yeah. And what this does, especially being a medical advocate, I tell people, I'm not an activist. I'm an advocate. I'm an open hand, not closed fist kind right. of person when it comes to supporting the industry. But that's the position that Green Bros has. And I even did my own kind of looking at, you know, you know, them versus the other guy. And nobody has that that volume or that support. And just like the title you came up with for your podcast, which is so freaking fitting, industry born. Yeah. Like, you know, this is the only company that can say, you know, all, all of us at this table, we grew up in Northern California. We know Northern California. We yeah. know the craft. We know the culture. All of us at this table have grown. All yeah. of us at this table have been a part of this industry before it was an industry. Yeah, That can't be said by anyone else in this space. And that carries over into individuals that are subsequently clients and customers of this company because yes. they get that. They know they're like, yeah, this is the way I want it handled as if I were doing it myself, right. you know, and they know that automation isn't a replacement. It's just another level of efficiency, yeah. you know, to take their company. Everyone wants to continue to grow. And we talked about, yeah. you know, some, oh, this is a sellout. That's a, making it is not a sellout. <laughs> no, you being successful. Okay. Yeah. People are going to be jealous. And that's the first response they're going to give yeah. because they, they weren't yeah. successful like you, but that's the last thing that that's like a, last ditch yeah. effort comment on right. something. No, yeah. someone being successful is someone yeah. being successful. So yeah. earning a living is okay. Yeah. And doing what you love <laughs> even and better. working with people yeah. you enjoy right. is even better. Yeah. And yeah. that's, For that's sure. again, what, you know, <laughs> excites me. So, so that was really the decision. And that's good. The other opportunities were things I knew and things that I had done before, but it just, it wasn't yeah. this and it just wasn't the same. So, yeah. And I'm very fortunate. And, you know, again, thanks for having me be on your first show. I mean, this is oh. kind of cool. And right. like I said, I look forward to having you on, on my podcast as well. So we can do some more talking, but this has been great. And I'm stoked to be a part of the team as well. Just on a side note. Well, that's awesome, man. Cause I mean, you know, uh, again, not sometimes you don't know. Yeah. You know, you're sitting yeah. in the driver's seat and or captain's seat. And I talk about this with the team and I talk about, you know, what, what my actual function is. And it's really interesting. I think I saw um, uh, uh, Robert Kraft. Uh, Robert Kraft was uh, when he was he went to, 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 to the trial of Aaron Hernandez and they were mm -hmm. asking him a question like, well, what, so what do you do? And he goes, whatever they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fucking right. <laughs> yeah. And that's the attitude you need to have. <laughs> exactly right. You know, because at this point in time, I mean, you know, like for me to compete with your expertise would be asinine, right? To compete with, with Marco's expertise or even or Tim or, or anybody else on the team. Yeah. It's just like, you know, yeah, I don't know. No. I, I have ideas, but yeah. I don't know. You know, and it's the same thing. Like my, my dream and passion or I love is engineering. My engineers are fucking brilliant. Oh right? yeah, I'm not that. I'm not with those guys. You yeah, know? I'm like, but you I'm get just, it. Yeah, but you're like aces in their places. That's right. I love yeah. using that term because yeah. it's so true. And that's again, yeah. you, I'm not talking. You know, I'll keep it ambiguous. But I've worked with all kinds of CEOs, man. I worked with one that's bipolar. I worked with one yeah. that was so egocentric. You know, so over the top. You know, to work with someone that understands that, that knows their strengths and weaknesses and, you know, says, hey, I need someone here. And, yeah, you can bounce off ideas and interact yeah. and have that open door policy like you do. But that's the biggest demise. It's just like those companies yeah. that say this is the way we've always done it. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> no, not going to work. Yeah. What happens when that doesn't so, work anymore? Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. So cool. 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 Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I just I appreciate the time. I'll look forward to talking yeah. to you again, of course, on Sunday. I, uh, we talk every we talk every week uh, <laughs> at least once. So it's not yeah. like it's a, this doesn't happen. But, you know, it's kind of cool to to take a little bit of uh, 
of, of time to just kind of dig into some of the stuff that uh, we both know yeah. and, 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 and we both know it differently. Like, yeah. like that's what I think is so interesting. Like we, we have this, you know, not just us, but a lot of people in this industry have grown up through all the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And we have just a little bit of a shade different kind of yeah. understanding of it. Cause we saw it from our, our vision, not, not, not everybody else's. So I find it always fun and refreshing to kind of get that uh, perspective from people. So it was, uh, yeah, it was great, man. Yeah. yeah. Definitely enjoyed thanks, it. I appreciate thanks it. for hanging out. Yeah. I look forward to, to the future as well. You know, awesome. a lot to come. Yeah. So, cool. Cool. Thank you guys for joining. That concludes our podcast for this week. Don't forget to check us out on all the socials at Green Bros.